Hallelujah. Are you glad and excited to be in the house? Amen and amen and amen. We are continuing with uh, the discussion about the church. Uh, I, I finished preaching and we were going somewhere very important last, uh, last weekend. But Pastor Ken was like, I didn't want you to stop that someone. I'm wondering where we are going is, is your function, but you still don't want me to finish the sermon. Amen. But I hope you learned something on Sunday. You learned something. And uh, in the course of the week, in the course of the week, our bishop uh, stretched it a little bit further, as I told you. And so we, we shall continue doing so until uh, we get to that particular point where we feel that uh, we have grasped the understanding of uh, what the church is and why the church is very important. So, I because the topic is vast. The topic is vast. Uh, so today I'll throw a few, a few thoughts, and then uh, we leave it at that. And then in the course of the week we shall continue until uh, until when when God through the bishop will say. Uh, now we can focus on something else. Are we together? And uh, I, I want to urge people. I want to urge people. Uh, it, is, it is a good habit to come to church with a Bible and a notebook. Are we together? Uh, I know you have smartphones. Me, 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 I have two. I have two. I have two notebooks. Uh, and there are many others. Because, there, you know, there are things you, you, you write. And at, at, the, at the moment, uh, you may just write. But there is a day you will need that truth. And let me tell you, you cannot remember everything. However smart you are, you cannot remember everything. Buonasera. Yes, even as, as recent, uh, ask me my wife's favorite color, I don't know. I, I think I did I ever ask you that question. Um, you see, I'm, I, I have forgotten. And we are, so these things you will forget. So it is good uh, that you write, you write notes down. Amen. I'm in the book of Matthew. I'm in the book of Matthew. The church, the church, the church, Kanida. Kanitha. Uh, how do you call it in your mother tongue? Kuna kanitha. Na? E kanisa. Lemo. Lemo si opre. Eh? Idhie lemo. Na walemo ni... Lemo ni kuomba. Aha. So ikanisa, lemo... Kanida, gani ingine? Wewe, wakisi, kwani vocabulary enyu na kuwaga? Ama enyu ni the pitch. It is not the word, it is in the pitch. Kanisa! Anu SDA. Which other tribe do you have represented in the house? Eh? Yonia, 
Hallelujah. Hayo, kuna mulia mwingine hapa? We confirm. Eh? Msamia, mluya msamia ama another luya. Eh? Mbukusu. Emisa. Anatiriki. So kuna ekelesia na emisa. Eh? Hakuna kitu kama eshashe. Eshashe hiyo ni gani? Hiyo ni gani hiyo? Eh? Eh? Hmm. Eh, kanisa. Matthew chapter chapter 16. Matthew chapter 16. Uh, I, I saw in the in the first service uh, I think they had an assumption that I was the one who was speaking so I, I noticed they had gone to Genesis. And I was like, ah. <laughs> and I noted I was like, hey, eh, they have already gone to Genesis. They are anticipating because uh, for the longest time, I have been preaching from, from Genesis chapter 1. Uh, and year 2, and, and God said. So, Matthew chapter 16, uh, verse number 13 uh, to verse number 17. Uh, the verse, we'll read verse number 20. We were here last, uh, last weekend on the same uh, text, and uh, we shall continue. And the Bible says, when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say the Son of Man is? They replied, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And then Jesus turned around and uh, looked at the disciples and asked, but what about you? He asked, whom do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus replied, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah. For this was not revealed to you by man, but by my Father in heaven. And I will tell you that you are Peter. And on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth, will be loosed in heaven. And may God bless the reading of his word. The church. Now, uh, as, as we celebrate Easter, it is very important for you to be aware or to be cognizant, whichever you want to use. The, the mechanics around the establishment of the church. Because it is very important for us to to come to that particular place and have an understanding because that is the only way we will be able to treat the church, uh, this entity called the church, with, with the dignity, with the respect, with the awe that it deserves. Now, the, the, me the mechanics, the mechanics around the church and the establishment of the church because 
what you will realize and what you'll understand is, as we mentioned last week, is that the church is very important to God. Why? He knows. Because in times past, God used different approaches and means to administer divine resources to his people. But now he got to a place and now he says that I want to change my modus operandi. You know what is that? My mode of operation. I want to introduce something that has not been there before. And this is what is called the church. So that is, you, that is where you have got to understand that it is, very, it is a very uh, important entity in the mind and in the heart of God. Because now God decided that now everything that I will do on the face of the earth, I am going to do it through this entity called the church. Now, the mechanics around the establishment of the church is that one, Christ being God, he had to take the form of a human being. That we see in the book of Philippians chapter 2. That is where the mechanics of the establishment of the church begin. The Bible says that uh, he decided to take the form of man. Let's, let's just read. Let's just read. It is okay to read. So that you understand the mechanics of, of the church. And uh, Philippians chapter 2. And the Bible says, and being found in appearance as a man... Uh, let's go back to verse 5. Verse 5. Let this mind be new, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. So Christ in form was God. Okay? But made himself of no reputation taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men. Now, I, I, I want you to see the exchange there. That Jesus, uh, just go back, that he was in form God. That is verse number six. Who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. So Christ in, in his own being was God. But now he comes to verse number 7 and decides, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men. Now, he's exchanging or he's laying down the godly form that he has and he's taking up the bond servant form. Are you seeing that? That he is willing to forsake his godness. And he's willing to take a new form, which is the form of a bond servant. This is a God who is taking the form of a slave. Now, it gets interesting, coming in the likeness of men and being found as in appearance as a man. Okay? Being found what? 
in appearance as a man. That as you looked at Christ, you didn't see the godness or the godliness. He appeared as a man. I want to show you the, 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 the mechanics that involved in, that were involved in setting and establishing the church. He humbled himself. Yeah? He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death. Ah. That this is somebody who is able to overcome death. But he has decided to become obedient to the point of death. Yes. Because what he is about to begin, what he is about to establish is so important to him that he says, I am willing to lay down my godness. And what is the lowest form available? I will take the form of a bond servant. And not only will I take the, the form of a bond servant, I am willing to take on what brings down men. I am willing to take on the thing that troubles mankind. And that is death. So when he's coming to earth, Jesus is already willing to die. As much as Judas at some point. You know, the interesting thing is that it was, it was Judas. But uh, maybe if it was another time. Niseme wa niseme. We ukijiangalia. Ukijiangalia na characteristics zako. Ukue amongst the 12 disciples. We unuono ugekua nani? Where Judas? Judas? I saw, you know, I love memes. I love memes. I saw a meme somewhere of a guy who was just kissing in the air. <laughs> and guys were saying, This is Judas practicing how he will kiss Jesus. <laughs> But are you, are you seeing that? That the church behind the scenes, you are seeing the church, but this is the mechanism that was put in place. Now, it does not end there. Jesus does his 33 years of ministry. And uh, the famous kiss happens. And Jesus betrayed crucified, dies, and resurrects. Okay? So now, uh, this is one side of the mechanism. Because at some point, because he's God, and everything about him always ends up in victory. So, on this other end, is that he must emerge victorious. So the church was established by the incarnation of Jesus Christ, by the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, and by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So as you're looking at the church, 
or as we interact with the concept and this thing called the church, you you're seeing people singing and dancing. You you're seeing children in Sunday school. But what you are not seeing is the incarnation. Is God taking the form of a bond servant. It is God taking that form and he is obedient to the point of death. That is saying, what is the lowest condition of mankind? It is death. So he says, I am willing to go to that particular level. That is how much Jesus was willing to stoop low. So, when behind the scenes, there was incarnation, there was crucifixion, and there was resurrection. Now, these are the things that made the church come into existence. And we will see that, and for those who are here on Tuesday, Bishop talked about the, the saints. And then on Friday, we talked about the Christ of the church. So this thing is, is vast and it is wide. Are we together? So that is something that you have got to understand, that even as we celebrate resurrection today, it was for that one reason that the church be established. Because God was changing the order of transacting business. Because now he says that from now on. Ephesians chapter 3. Let me show you something. Uh, these scriptures, we shall interact with them over and over again. Ephesians chapter 3 verse number 10. This is one of, uh, has become one of my my favorite uh, scriptures. Uh, now, go back to maybe two. Let's start at eight. Eight. Now, it says, to me, who am less than the least of the saints, this grace was given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. Verse number nine. And to make all see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the ages has been hidden in God who created all things through Jesus Christ. Now what you see here is that when you're dealing with God, you're dealing with mysteries. And the Bible says that he has hidden those mysteries from the beginning of the ages. So all this time, God has these mysteries and he's hidden them. Yeah? Now I want to show you something very important about the church. Elijah was able to call fire from heaven. He was able to declare the climatic condition and the weather of a place for three and a half years. Because the Bible says, and Elijah said that it will not rain. And it did not rain. That is Elijah. Now, Elijah, I'm just taking random, random people. Elijah takes, he's able to part the sea. Same with Moses. Joshua was able to make the sun stand so that he could be able to finish business. Because he said, leo, 
Hakuna atitulale, tuamkie kesho. Itunaimaliza leo, leo. So he told the son, can you please stand still? I finish what I need to do. But let me show you something. In all this thing, God had still hidden some mysteries from Jeremiah. He had still hidden some mysteries from Elijah. However much he called fire from heaven, there are some mysteries that Elijah did not have. There are some things that he did, he did not know. Talk of Samson. Samson was able to kill thousands of people with a jawbone. Samson was able to do all these exploits. But God did not see Samson fit to work with the mysteries. Aye. I'm talking to somebody here. That when God looked at them, he realized, I have some mysteries. But as of now, I will still hide them. Yeah. And then comes to verse number 10. To the intent that now, that now, that now, then I had hidden these mysteries. But now, the intention, aye, the intention is to make known these mysteries through the church. Aye. Are you seeing what I'm seeing here? That God, at some point in his wisdom, decided to hold back some mysteries. He decided to hold back some truths. But in his wisdom, he knew that at one point, I am going to dispense this wisdom. I am going to dispense this mystery. And I am going to create an entity called the church that I am going to use to be able to dispense and to make known my mysteries. That is, that is, how, that is how serious and that is how important the church is to God. That now God decided, I, I, I am tired of hiding these mysteries. I want to make them known to the people. I want to make them known to the principalities and the powers in heavenly places. But the, the thing I am going to use, I am going to create an entity called the church. You see there, the importance. That's why Christ had to come and die. He had to go th through everything that he was going through. Because God told Christ, I think it is time these people know the mysteries that I have. But these mysteries cannot be made known to them in the absence of an entity called the church. So now he tells Christ, there's a journey I want you to take. Because this journey is what I will use to establish the church. And it is through this church. Yeah. Very categorical. The church. So, uh, when you are out there, and, and you see that, I, 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 I pray and I hope that at some point we will mature. Because let me tell you, when you're playing with the church, you're playing with God's agenda. 
Because now God is looking at you and wondering, hey, I set this entity to be able to make known my mysteries. So if that means, if you take away the church, the mysteries of God are not known. And at that particular point, we will have a very mad God. Because the Bible says, God is a consuming fire. Am I the scripture, Msomangi? That God is a consuming fire. That is the church. That God in all his wisdom, he's decided that now, just get me another version, just get me another version so that you see the language that Paul is using here. The same verse, Ephesians chapter 3, verse number 10. To the intent that now the manifold wisdom, just get me another, another version. The church. Tell your neighbor the church. Uh huh. What's happening there? Ephesians chapter 3, verse number 10. Because I want you to look at the language that God is using here. It, it has decided not to participate. Okay. Ephesians 3.10. See, that's why we tell you to always come with your Bibles. Uh, these things can fail at, at any time. Ephesians chapter 3, verse number 10. The Bible says his, his intent was that now, the, uh, through the church. His intent was that now, through the church. So there we see that church was God's new mode of operation when it comes to the dealings of man. Ah, which other version do we, do we have? Pastor Ken, which, which other one do you have there? You can give him give him the mic. Ephesians chapter three and verse ten. His intent was that now through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms. Through the church, mm. through the church. So. Everything grand or everything or anything mysterious that you associate with God, God was willing and he decided to submit it to flow through the church. Okay? So that is, that is something that you have got to, to understand. Uh, now, uh, what time, what time, what time? I want to see how we can be able to go about this. The church. Now, what I need to communicate to you and with you is when we look at the church, we 
we waste a lot of time looking for something called perfection. Can I tell you from the word go? There's no perfect church. There's no perfect church. There is no what? There is no perfect church. You will walk from one corner of the earth to the next one, looking for a perfect church, and you will not find it. Because when you read Matthew, Jesus, when he's having this conversation, and we have also seen it in Philippians chapter 2, Jesus says and asks the disciples, whom do men say the son of man is? Okay? And when he turns to the disciples and asks the same question, Peter says that you are Christ. You are the Messiah, the son of the living God. So what you have got to realize is that on the outside, you may be seeing or thinking you're dealing with humanity. But behind humanity, there is divinity in it. Come on. Because it is, it is, it is not, and, and God was, was very aware that this thing I am creating, I am entrusting it to men. So that is why Jesus had to also start this journey as a man. He had to take the form of a bond servant. Yeah? So you may be so focused on the son of man that you miss Christ, the son of the living God. And let me tell you, let me show you. The Bible, Jesus here, says that you are Peter. Says you are Christ, the son of the living God. Now, Jesus responds to him and says that flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father in heaven. And I want to show you something. What does it say? Blessed are you. Blessed. Blessed are you. Blessed are you. Blessed are you. Son or Simon Barjona. For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. Let me tell you. There are blessings. We have, we have seen that God chose the church as his means of operation post the death of Christ. So uh, anything you want to deal with in Christ, you have got to find yourself in a church setting. Ah. Now this is what the Bible says. Jesus tells Peter that Peter, son of John, died. You see, Jesus is also acknowledging that you are the son of a man. 
but the revelation that has hit you. You are blessed. Let me tell you. There are blessings that come from the church and through the church. But the, the only thing that hinders you from experiencing these blessings is when you come to the church in a mindset of flesh and blood. Blessings. Blessed are you. So some of you come to church with the attitude of flesh and blood. And you're wondering, why are you not being blessed? Why is your life not showing the divine resources that God has made available to you? It is because you are coming in flesh and in blood. But this thing is by revelation. Ah? Huh? This thing is by revelation. So you, you come here with your flesh and blood. Think, ah, you don't come to church because uh, somebody offended you. You are handling the church with flesh and blood. You are handling the church with flesh and blood. And there are blessings that will not come to you as long as you handle the church with flesh and blood. Blessed are you, Simon Barjona. Hey! Hey, kitu nitamu bana. Hey, kitu nit... Kanisa? Ha. Niendele ama nisiendele? Tuendele? Leo Pastor Ken usema ni, okay. <laughs> 17 hours. So, I hope, and as, 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 as this understanding and revelation comes, we will share it with you. So now you understand that the church took a lot to establish it. It took the reputation of Christ. It took the form of Christ and the exchanging of his form so that the church can be established. Are we together? Now, I, I, want, to sh I, want, to throw you, I want to throw at you a few things and then I think we'll be done uh, so that we can be able to prepare. See, in yetu, tutayubiri, Thursday, Tuesday, Friday, na tukisikia itoshi, tutaongeza tu siku tu. It is ours. sana. Now, I, I, I want to show you, uh, because now, Paul, after now he, he, he interacts with Christ, he belabors to try and help us understand this thing called the church. So, this is in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 10. That is one of the areas where now Paul is trying to show the saints the, the importance and the role the church plays in God's agenda. So I want us to look at a few things that will help us understand the church much better so that now we can change and improve our dealings when it comes to the church. Now last week I told you uh, that the word church comes from the Greek word ecclesia. Ecclesia. Now ecclesia uh, we said means 
called out from two. Called out from two. Okay? So that means you have been called out from something to something. Now, another angle of the word ecclesia is it means of the Lord. Of the Lord. So that means that we are of the Lord. It's about, it's about to get, it's, it's about to go down. It's about to go down. Ecclesia, Ecclesia. Now, Ecclesia, in the initial, in the initial, initial Greek, because you have got to understand is that language, uh, most of what we have as language was borrowed from somewhere. And much of the language that we have was borrowed either from Greek, Latin, Hebrew, Arabic, Aramaic, all those. So they contributed to the language that we have today. So for you to be able to understand fully, it is always good to look at the etymological root of words of focus. So today we are looking at ecclesia, ecclesia. And so what ecclesia means, initially, it meant citizen. Ecclesia means citizen. Now, we'll, we'll read some portions of scripture and then uh, I, will, I will just expand it a little bit. Citizenship. So when, when the Greeks were talking about ecclesia and this word alone, Ecclesia, we will come and expound on it properly. Bishop touched on one aspect of it on Tuesday, and he talked about governing. So, Ecclesia, the assembly, one aspect of it was governance. But those ones are not uh, our cup of tea for today. Ecclesia, the assembly, citizens. So, when we are talking about Ecclesia, when we are talking about the church, we are talking about citizens. We are talking about citizenship. Now, uh, this is uh, Philippians chapter 3, verse number 20. Philippians chapter 3, verse number 20. Okay, Pastor Ken, I think you'll help me as you wait for... Oh, they have got it. For our, for our, for our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. For our citizenship. So when we are talking about the church, we are talking about citizens. And where is our citizenship? It is in heaven. Now, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? So now, here, the, who will transform our lowly body that it may be conformed to his glorious body according to the working by which he is able to even subdue all things to himself. So uh, that is 
the first thing that uh, the first scripture the second scripture is uh, Ephesians chapter 2 verse number 19 Ephesians chapter 2 verse number 19 Ephesians chapter 2 verse number 19 the bible says now therefore you are no longer strangers and foreigners but but what but what with the saints and members of the household of god so you are a citizen okay now uh <laughs> I I I I want you to to I want to paint a picture for you so that now you understand. Now, uh, what 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 comes to mind when you hear of a citizen? Just random random it's it's, it's not a rhetorical question. I, I want to hear answers. So when you hear about citizen, what what do you, what do you hear? Or what comes to mind? There's the aspect of what belonging so for example if you find yourself uh in a country and your passport gets lost uh you 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 are going you're going to have it rough because now they will like be asking you belong to which country okay uh-huh citizen citizen just random legally recognized legally recognized so when we are talking about citizenship there is that legal acknowledgement that this is a citizen yeah. uh-huh what else originates from uh-huh but anyway you can also be a citizen by naturalization so uh you can have dual citizenship uh-huh rights okay so you have rights you have rights so as as a citizen you have rights uh legally acknowledged there is the aspect of belonging uh-huh what else uh-huh specific identifiable authority to operate what yo yo mgeandika yo mgeandika eh are you writing these things down eh? specific identifiable authority to operate so that is why you'll find that uh, in this country uh, anything that is not illegal i am free to do but somebody who is not a citizen will require a letter from the chief will will require a letter from immigration will the the demands placed on a non citizen cannot be compared to the demands placed on a citizen uh-huh. which which other one which other one when you say i am a citizen of this country member of a particular country Uh-huh. member of a particular country uh-huh. next any yeah trade freedom so there is the aspect of trade freedom uh-huh. yes double priority you prioritize 
Very good. Now, when you're talking about a citizen, is that aspect of prioritizing. You prioritize the things for and of your country or the place of citizenship. Uh, priority, I can give you an example. Uh, right now, just uh, if, if there happens to be a war in country X, and that particular, and let's say American are, there are American citizens in that country where there is war. Those people will be given priority. When it comes to extraction. So there's that aspect of priority. The things of this country, of my country, must come first. Any, any, any other? Now. Uh, are you ready to learn? Are you ready to learn now? I want to ask a question. What is the opposite of a citizen? Yeah? <laughs> I love your answers. I love uh -huh. Josh, what is the opposite of a citizen? Alien. An alien. Okay, good. Pastor Andera, what is the opposite of a citizen? A refugee. Uh-huh. Michelle? Foreigner. So there is alien, refugee, foreigner, stranger, eh? illegal immigrant, eh? non-citizen. <laughs> uh -huh. uh, who, who else? Who else wants to try? The opposite of a citizen. To Mesquia, there is non-citizen, there is foreigner, there is an alien, uh, strangers. <laughs> yes, Davy. Yeah? A fugitive. Fugitive. But a fugitive ni mkora. Hey, double. Yeah? A tourist. Okay. Tourist. Immigrant. Senje, you want to try? A terrorist. You know, I say, I'm a terrorist. <laughs> Esther, you want to try? The opposite of a citizen? Alien. Okay. Or immigrant. Trespasser. I, I, I love your, your... I love your answers. Anyone else who wants to try before I... I give you some character development... Anyone else wants to try? Intruder. Okay, so uh, citizen. So the opposite of a citizen uh, is all those intruder, uh, non-citizen, immigrant, alien, stranger, refugee, fugitive, uh, tourist, foreigner, you want to try? Yeah? Yako ilikuwa immigrant. Now, are you ready to learn? Are you ready to learn? Now, uh, let me get, and then I will read for you. Uh, 
where are you where are you okay so i'll i'll read some things that that i i, I got from somewhere and then we'll be able to explain now the opposite of a citizen is an idiot The opposite of a citizen is an idiot. <laughs> now, uh, yeah, language. I told you language. So you know some of you, uh, you use words and you don't know where they come from. So, in, in recent and modern times, the term idiot is an insult. You're such an idiot. But initially, it was not an insult, but it, it uh, mutated to become an insult. Now, this is what an idiot meant in the Greek setting when they were looking at a citizen and an uncitizen at the... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so then because they did not have non-citizen, they did not have an alien, they did not have, what else did you tell me, foreigner, uh, yeah, tourist, fugitive. Now, in, in the initial setting, the opposite of a citizen was an idiot. Uh, Sasa, now you will know. Now, idiot, the word idiot comes from the Greek noun idiotes, a private person, individual, as opposed to state. So I will, I will explain. A private citizen. Now, when you talked about an idiot at the time, you talked about a common man. A common man. A person lacking professional skills. Layman. Unskilled, and later it came to include ignorant. Okay? So that's idiot. Uh, somebody who is a common man. When you're dinari, as in you're just an ordinary person. You just there's there's nothing unique about you. Yeah, and then I, I, there's somewhere I'm going with this. There's somewhere I'm going with this. Now something else that I that I read, uh, which uh, you can you can Google. You can Google. You know some of us we are. We don't do plagiarism. You can go Google and see and, and learn. Now, this is what it says. Strictly speaking, an idiotes was someone whose day-to-day -day life was unaffected or had little to no connection with public affairs and the business of the state. In that sense, an idiotis was basically a lay person, 
as opposed to the soldiers, scribes, judges, skilled workers, officials, and politicians whose work directly affected the running of the city. Okay? Uh, so now, uh, let me break this down to you. So now, when you're talking about a citizen, the, the main component of a citizen is something we call participation. So we know a citizen by his participation. So how do we know you're a citizen? You pay tax. That is participation. How, you know, how do we know you're a citizen? You participate in ensuring the laws of the country are adhered to. You participate yeah? to ensure the well-being of the state. Now, on this other side, an idiot, as you've heard, was somebody who was not bothered. He did not care about what was happening. So, Mandamano, uh, people are dying, I don't care. There is insecurity, I don't care. That was an idiot. So, a citizen is somebody who participates. And an idiot is somebody who does not participate. Ah. Huh? Bonus, if you it's about to go down. So, an idiot is somebody who did not have the competencies and at the same time did not have the care or concern. Some say that uh, this was a person who is not talented and thus cannot contribute anything to society. And when him to bure, kabisa, kabisa, kabisa. So now the church derives its definition from that concept that we are citizens. So if we are citizens, then it means we must participate in the agendas of the kingdom of God. We must participate in the things of God. We must participate. You are a citizen. If you claim to be a child of God, you claim citizenship of heaven. And how do we know your citizenship? It is in your participation. It is in your participation. Hey. 
Nipendue. Participation. It is that simple. Participation. That is what it means to be a citizen. So when Paul is talking about we as the citizens of heaven, there is a level of participation that is expected from us. How do you think the wisdom that God wants to communicate to the world, to the principalities, to the powers and the heavenly places. How do you think that wisdom will be communicated if there is no participation from the citizens of heaven? So you, uh, in your attitude, I have come to tell you something. If you are not participating, you are an idiot. Now, sinikasirikie, sini language. Tumesema, we are learning what? Language. So now, citizen, the opposite of a citizen is an idiot. Umeandaline? Na ukeka in bold italics. Na ukeka in color. Your favorite color. Eh? Binti buwafa mbaka kona special bairo. Eh? So that is what, that is where the concept comes from. So if you're saying you are a citizen, we want to see some participation. So a citizen is somebody who kept to himself. Did not want to participate. Ah, me, mambu ya kanisa spendagi. Me, 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 I can't serve. Me, me, I, 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 I can't serve. So you have heard of, of somebody like that? Oh, me, me I, I, I said I will not serve in church. You are denying the kingdom of heaven your participation. And therefore, there is a noun for such people. What is that noun, class? You are an idiot. You are fellow citizens. So anytime, and let me tell you, and it is, it is as simple and it is as hard as that, that God expects participation from you. The characteristic of a citizen is participation. So you cannot say you are a citizen of heaven but you don't participate in the things of heaven or the things that progress heavenly agendas. You are approaching the church, flesh and blood. So God is looking at you. And so he's wondering, okay, uh, I am not seeing the participation, yet you claim that you are a citizen of heaven. But your, your level of I don't care towards the things of the church, your level of less concern towards the things of the church 
Bwana asifiwe sana. Situsaidiane wapendwa. Situsaidiane. A citizen participates. An idiot does not participate. So the opposite of a citizen is an idiot. So if you claim to be a saint, you are claiming that you are you have acquired heaven's citizenship. Now if you have acquired heaven's citizenship, then it means you must participate in the agendas that propagate heaven. So we organize activities, you don't show up. You are an idiot. You are less concerned, you don't care. But if 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 we see you quoting, I am I am I am a citizen of heaven, God is looking at you and wondering where is your participation? Where? This one, this one we quote. I but when it comes down to the characteristics of a citizen, participation. Yeah? Fellow citizens. Non-citizens, immigrants, uh, strangers, fugitive, foreigners. All, all those are, are terms that have been adopted in modern times. But the opposite of citizen is an idiot. Now, you have talents, you have abilities. You are not contributing them to the house of God. But you, you will sit there and say, by the way, your choir was in bagage. Now, you come and join a department, and after some point you go out and say, by the way, your department, what have you contributed? Show us your participation. At least tell us, I tried to make the department better, but it did not work. But you cannot quit at the first sign of opposition or things not working. Okay, what did you do? Did you try anything? Did you suggest? Did you give an idea? No, I just quit. You are not a citizen of heaven. You are not participating in the expansion of the kingdom of God. You are an idiot. Aye. Bwana asifiwe sana. Na kama unasikia vibaya ndio ukasikia vibaya na huko. Are you learning something? That you cannot say I am a citizen of the kingdom of heaven and there is no participation. None whatsoever. So how are you a citizen? The reason why I am not a citizen of America is I am not participating in anything in America. Simple. So I can't go claiming I am an American citizen. They will ask participation. Before you even get to see the legal uh, acknowledgement and all those things. Simple participation. 
Unachangia wapi? Unachangia wapi? That is why even somebody can go get a green card and they can be considered. Because the people there look at you and they think, I think you can contribute something. So we are going to, well, unafikiria citizenship inapea nago hivo? Kama mandazi? No! At some point they have to look at you. And, and see, okay, at least there's something you're bringing. That is why when you go there, you'll have to go due to school. Uh, you get a second and a third degree and a fourth degree because you're trying to show them, hey, I am willing to participate. I am not just here to eat. Me, ah. I don't participate in the things of the church. You're an idiot. By the standards of language. Yeah. There's nothing at all like me. I keep to myself. Ah -ah. You are a what? You are a what? You are a what? Well, you're not going to pronounce your word. I know inauma, inauma, inauma. Because the devil has lied to you to withhold your participation. And you're thinking you're woke. You're not woke. You're an idiot. You are the opposite of a citizen. And you are a citizen of heaven. So you walk around, you know me. Mambo ya kanisa. Ah. hapo. I know Pastor Ken had given me 17 hours. Uh, I think there are people who need some waka meditate. So you, you, cannot, you cannot claim to be a, a member of church. And when I say church, is the universal church. And you cannot be a member of a local church like Life Pool Chapel. Yeah? And there is no participation from you whatsoever. Yeah? That is what I, 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 I tell people who oh, you. You know, at times you not Kasirishaga Sana, by the way. Because you, we, are, we are leading you and guiding you from revelation. But you are not getting. You, you're handling this thing with flesh and blood. So we'll come and tell you, do A, do B. I don't And then now you're wondering, why am I not experiencing the blessings? The church. The church. So that's the first, the first picture that Paul presented to us that the church is a body of people that have been called out together or for a better understanding citizens. So the church is about citizenship. So we are citizens of heaven but we are waiting as the Bible says we are waiting for our bodies to be transformed. But as we wait for our bodies to be transformed, 
Some of you here can be good ushers. Some of you here can be good Sunday school teachers. But you should see us. You should see yourself. How you tell us, ah, Toto, muna wahandolaje, who, look at that kid. Mona anacheza na matope, wewe. You know very well, you're good with kids. But you've decided to withhold your participation. Mbona church ni chafu, we announce that people come to wash the church. But you don't show up. You don't show up. But when you talk about Kwanza, is it in chafu? What do the ushers do in this church? Kazi yako tu ni? Not to wipe. See, which is okay. Which, of course, uh, that is why we need you. Because the people who are there, that means walifanya the best they could and they missed that one seat. So that's why we need you. But because you are what? You have decided to withhold your participation. So that's why you have this judgmental attitude. You cannot claim you are a citizen of heaven and there is no participation whatsoever from you. Malakai, Malakai, ata eka miatano. It will go somewhere. Itanunua misumari. Misumari kilomoja ni how much? Whichever. Nails one kg. About 800. So imagine, ukieka 500, alafu uchukue elfu ingine mbili, at least kwa yu budget kubwa ya gaba umemnunulia misumari. Yeah, but Malakai, Malakai, that is not that is not important. It is not mine. But you're saying you're a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. Which one? Hey, participation. I will tell you, participation, citizenship. Somebody decides to buy you chips, chicken, and beer, let your tao. Eka kwa malakai, eka kwa malakai, at least sema, nini mawe andarugo pisi moje na kuanga? 50 bob. Imagine, 50 bob. Iyo ni, how many stones are those? 20, imagine. Iyo ni, netagwaje, iyo ni kos moje umenunua. Iyo ni line moje umenunua. Simple. Participation. Wapendo wabwana asifiwe sana. Are there some citizens in the house? Are there some citizens in the house? Are you look at your neighbor and ask your neighbor, are you a citizen or an idiot? Wewe usibembeleze hata hata kikukazia sura. Toka tu hapo nje mwambie mimi ni pastor alisema nikuulize. Siko na ubaya na wewe. Look at your neighbor and ask them, are you a citizen or an idiot? A citizen participates. Tell your neighbor, a citizen participates. An idiot does not participate. Let us rise up on our feet.
the church. Ecclesia, citizens, citizens. Hallelujah. Sasa tumi mimi hata mkinikasirikia. You know we told you nowadays we we stopped preaching to impress. We, we we preach what God has told us. Citizen, we are citizens of heaven. That is the first picture that Paul wanted to present to the church. And it is it is it is my prayer as your pastor that we shall live to these standards of the Bible that as citizens of the kingdom of heaven we shall participate Stop having that I don't care attitude about things of the church. Make an announcement you're like ah here's your yangu. And when we look at what you're going to spend your time on nothing nothing significant nothing valuable. Inauma? Eh lazima yume because that is that is that is because now God is looking at you and wondering okay if all of you decide to be lethargic in the in my things how 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 will I reach the world if everyone is if even today I decided okay I will not preach nikuja tu niseme ah mimi sijisikii ku preach tena kaka tu mshindi okay what is what is wrong with this this idiot And and that is how some of you are that you you just fold your hands and wait nini wale wanilejua you wait for things to go down ndio ukuje kutupatia hapo your sixth sense nilijua kana hiyo sixth kana you see come come give me the idea and let it fail You will not even need to come and tell me sinilijua nilikuambia we will know by the way the idea that Karen gave that we ignored is what we should have gone for so yata you don't need to come and tell us niliwaambia you don't even need to call a committee to say ati niliambia niliambia pastor Ken but hakunisikia that is idiotic behavior hallelujah Are we promising to change? Are we promising to change that we shall participate if you genuine, genuinely call yourself a citizen of the kingdom of heaven? It must be seen in your participation. We can't be making announcements na wewe unaziangalia ni kama we are speaking Greek or Mandarin. Nasema hiyo sio yangu. That is that that is the day you are planning something else. And you know very well you've said hey let's come we are going to do this we are going for an outreach we are going to do this but ah, that is the time Unona ah, by the way see see nani come nipeleke dinner it's been a while The 
the church. Bwana asiwe sana. So why don't you just lift up your hands and ask God to help you that if in any way in any way you have been confessing that you are a citizen and you have not been participating ask God to help you by his grace and through the holy spirit that you shall participate you shall change your you shall no longer have the i don't care attitude when it comes to the things of the church when it comes to the house of God father we thank you and we bless you oh god father we pray everlasting father that as we continue learning about the church king of all the glory lord as we learn about the church being lord a gathering of citizens king of glory i pray everlasting father that lord we shall exemplify king of glory true citizenship my father that lord as citizens we shall be known to participate king of all the glory we thank you my father shekatana manayande dedede rezekete shekata manayanda laba rekera manaya katamina yakande dedede reshere zekela monaya kanda laba rikatalana manaya sekeanda labore kande aba Lord help me participate help me participate in the kingdom agendas oh God help me participate king of all the glory in the activities of the church oh God help me participate oh God in broadening the mandate and the kingdom agenda oh God shantamina yakande aba rezekete zekere manaya kanda labora zekeande rekatamina manaya kande that lord in this house oh God we shall not have idiots Oh God we shall not have people oh God that will hold back their participation we shall not have people that shall hold back king of glory their time their talents and their resources oh God shakatala manaya zekeande aba rikale labora zekere manaya kande resherere zekera bara bara ba Father we thank you. Father we bless you. We give you all the praise, we give you all the glory. Thank you for speaking to us, O oh Lord. Thank you for opening up our eyes and our understanding to the concept of citizenship, O oh God. We thank you and we bless you for we pray this believing and trusting in Jesus name. Amen.